Hello and welcome to yet another episode of Ty Sharmanethrin, a Wheel of Time podcast. I am Will. I'm Sam. And Happy New Year. This is our update on the show episode that we do every month. And there are several things that have come out. But number one is that Rafe announced on Twitter last month that there would be no more Wheel of Time Wednesday where they share news about the show. It's like he doesn't even listen to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> really does mess with uh, our whole thing. But at the same time, I think it was just clear. It's like, hey, we're just going to be oh, releasing yeah. stuff yeah. from here on out. And we'll have our trusty leakers to fill in the gaps where they do not supply us with enough right stuff. Exactly. The main piece of official news is the casting of Alana and her warders. Did you get a chance to look at that? A little bit. Yeah, I looked at the actor actors that are playing the orders and actress. I was mainly more interested in where Alana actually appears in the books. Right. You know, honestly, the first thing it makes me think is that we will get some new spring sprinkled in throughout uh, right. this first season. Before we get too far into that, I just say Priyanka Bose, who was in Lion, which was an excellent movie. I got an Oscar nomination a couple of years ago. We'll be playing Alana. And then Taylor Napier and Emmanuel Imani will be playing the two warders. Right. And they changed the name of one of them, didn't they? One of the warders, Maxim. Ivan is the one that we get to know right. a little better. But the other warder dies before we even meet him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Owen. Owen. Yeah. Whatever you, how yeah. you say, though. This Maxim character is is kind of an additional character. Right, right. And I am intrigued with this for one very specific reason. So about a month ago, I noticed on Rafe's Instagram that he was posting some different photos of what just looked like him hanging out with friends in different places around London and Prague. There were a few where two or three people kind of kept showing up over and over again. And I was hesitant to post about it or draw attention to it because for one thing, I was like, well, these are real people that may just be friends with Rafe that have nothing to do with the show. And I don't want to you know, harass them by right, posting right. about, hey, what are these people? But one of them, one of the times they were celebrating a birthday for Taylor Napier. And so um, who is this Maxim character? Right, right. And uh, so I followed him on Instagram. Uh, this was before this announcement. Well, he followed me back. Oh, wow. <laughs> he, he follows us on uh, Instagram. The, awesome. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, that makes me like this new character even more. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I, I, it's funny how I go from like being like, hey, why are they inventing the character? They're like, this better be a pretty awesome character. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm, I'm really excited. It would be great if you actually listened to right, the podcast, right. but we're rooting for you, Taylor. <laughs> Heck yeah. And while I'm on the subject of people that are in those photos, since Taylor is obviously in the cast, it made me go back and look at a few of the other folks that were at Taylor's birthday party. And oh, yeah, they may just be friends. And they're they're just a couple of actresses that I thought were worth looking at. Uh, Rachel James, who is on IMDb, she's actually the sixth Rachel James, if you will <laughs> look her up. Wow. She's had a, a very small amount of work in looks like little indie projects, short films. There isn't a photo of, of her mm. on her profile. On her Instagram, I, I did think I could see 
um, Elaine with a wig. Huh. Not like her natural hair color. So that was one. The other one that was in a few photos with Rafe was Lucy Hawkins, who is also an actress and not the ones that you find on IMDb when you look up hmm. the uh, first two names, but she is on Instagram. Interesting. I get strong Avienda vibes from her. Cool. But here's the thing. Again, these may just be friends of Rafe. And <laughs> yeah, you could see like lots of people who go, would go to these parties would be trying to get into the business, maybe. Right, exactly. <laughs> maybe. Can you make your own IMDb page or who does that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I have one. Oh, fair enough. Of course. Well, I, I've got a few credits. I definitely can see the argument that could be made that, that these folks could be cast mates, cast members that have all been invited to his birthday party that, you know, Rafe threw or whatever. Right. <laughs> So, like, why wouldn't they come? They're just already at work. Right, exactly. I just thought that was kind of interesting. Where was the party? Where did it look like it was, or did it say? It looked like it may have actually been in London. Well, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, if, if it's in, like, Hollywood, then it's more likely that's just some waitress that's made sure. her own IMDb page. Sorry, Rachel James, if, right. you're, <laughs> if you're listening. Yeah. But, no disrespect <laughs> to any of these people. No, not at all. But but there is a stronger case to be made if they're in Czech or London or whatever that you know, right. somebody didn't just happen to pop in. Who knows? We will see as... As things continue to leak out. Now, you, you were talking about the business of where does Alana fit into this? Yeah, she is not in either world, is she? No, she is not. Mm -hmm. And I, th I think we really don't get her until the Shadow Rising in any significant yeah, amount. She's introduced in uh, The Great Hunt, right. but yeah, it doesn't have a big role. Yeah, for sure. So I have a little bit of the reaction that you kind of had to the casting of Loghain, which is right. why aren't we getting Suwan? If we're, right. you know, if we are going to be having some flashbacks into. Yeah, you, you almost could not have New Spring without Swan. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to have flashbacks, you know, she is such a central character to that time period with Moraine. Like, yeah, there's just there's just no getting around. Right. It. I mean, otherwise they're changing eye of the world there's no getting around it. yeah like that's just yeah. what's happening and i mean obviously by adding by changing a warder's name they are changing things but that's not as big a deal as bringing a, a more maybe not major character but a a prominent minor character forward in time so to speak and yeah. you know maybe making her part of maybe bringing her with moraine to the two rivers i don't know I, yeah. I guess but then that but that would change things you right. know i mean yeah totally i mean i think based off of the table read and the images that we have had leaked it's safe to say that she's probably right. not in emmons field at the beginning but i mean it's interesting there are thousands of characters in these books and one of the jokes that the fandom kind of has is how many different random Aes Sedai there are. That. <laughs> That's true. I, I saw a meme where somebody took the moment in Endgame where Scarlet Witch comes up to Thanos and is like, you took everything from me. And he's like, I don't even know who you are. <laughs> and the, where they there was like some random S I Sedai is what they right, is like. Exactly. You yeah. know, I don't even know who you are. And how often, particularly in the later books, they'll just mention some care and they probably introduced her at, in the first half of the series, right. he's just forgotten some, about her completely, like just a throwaway name right. in like someone's entourage or whatever. <laughs> exactly, and and so you know, there's a there's a lot of that. So it, that being said, I could really see them combining even some more like 
second or third tier Aes Sedai characters sure. into one, into Alana, yeah. for example. She would be a good one to kind of mash up a few other right because she um, is memorable enough and does right. have scenes that happen so it is it does make sense sure that some of the others who might just be one-off throwaway characters and one or two random scenes or even someone who's been in multiple scenes that yeah right. there's just too many characters i mean you just is exactly what game of thrones did with um robert baratheon's bastards i mean he had like two or three in the books and one in the show it's gonna happen yeah and, and it should really i mean there's right. just no way you could have the, the size cast that you would need to right. really do exactly what the books did i mean you just can't like sorry yeah <laughs> two thousand characters yeah so one of the big leaks was a few photos of what looks like Emmons Field. Oh, yeah. I liked that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I was excited about that. I, I saw some people saying, hey, maybe it's not Emmons Field. Maybe it's just a random village in another scene. And, and hey, it could be. But if it is, that shows a great attention to detail for right, this. Right. Yeah. I mean, the, the thatched roofs just, you know, makes me think of Sin Bui. Like, yeah. Right. The larger building kind of at the end of the row in the image looks like the description of the wine, wine spring. spring. Man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You've got a lot of i think reason to believe that it this is probably Emmons field and if it is i'm excited because it 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 looks good it looks a lot like frankly the the way i pictured it yeah i've got nothing but yeah excitement. Got, yeah I'm, I'm on with you yeah i didn't quite picture it like this in my head i think i pictured more stone maybe a little bit less rustic but seeing it it's like well this is probably more the way it's described in the books you know than what yeah. i had in my head um, right yeah I, I, yeah I got no problem with it I think the only thing that I may have pictured is just more trees immediately around, but yeah, that I think I pictured more cobblestones, maybe more green. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't I know guess, why. Yeah, more more green in general. There was also kind of a leak. Not sure if it was how how official some of this stuff is, but we had a few casting kind of bits that that came out. Even okay. Valda. Oh, really? Yes. Who does not show up in the first several books. Not at all. He's a white cloak. Um, Looks like he's going to be played by Abdul Salas. That's that's not for sure, but that looks likely. Several places have reported that as if it seems likely. So then uh, Master Hightower, that's the ferryman at Tarn Ferry. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. That one makes Uh, sense. (laughs) uh, Yeah, absolutely. Pierce Quigley. As uh, a guy that just looks like somebody that would be a ferryman, very small role, you know, may only appear once more than likely. That's another one that that came out. And then there's this guy, Roman Dvorak, (laughs) who it looks like will be playing a a Trollic. As Narg of the Daily Trollic pointed out, it may in fact be our Narg. Nice. (laughs) Pretty exciting uh, possibility. Absolutely. It's likely that, you know, just like I think Lord of the Rings had two or three stuntmen that kind of played most of the orcs, right. the orcs with lines anyway. They kind of had them make them up different ways. So yeah, there's I imagine- a pretty strong chance that Roman will have at least like one line that we know of specifically a trollic having an eye of the world. <laughs> right. Yes. He's a big, tall dude. Looks kind of intimidating. Of course, hopefully he'll be heavily covered in makeup or prosthetics or whatever right other than that we have matt's little sisters twins eldrin and bode cawthon lilibet and latiana and they have this last name and i don't even know how to begin butana seva biotan saba that's about (laughs) as good as i could have done yeah i'll let you you have that (laughs) i don't know they don't really appear in 
eye of the world, but there's no reason they couldn't be at Beltine or right, right. walking around or, or just give us a little more because. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense that they would. I think Bode especially is discovered to be a fairly powerful channeler uh, later in the series. Looks like they've announced that the production will wrap on May 20th. Yes. That's crazy. Also, that the first season will only consist of eight episodes. Yes. Um, I'm glad you brought that up. So... There have been a couple of different little leaks about that. The eight episodes seems likely for a number of reasons. It looks like like Netflix, right? Netflix seems to do that. Yeah. uh, I think The Witcher is eight, maybe. Wasn't Carnival Row eight episodes? If not for that reason, then also it does look like this particular piece of info came from. It looks it seems pretty likely. And eight's good, especially if they're only covering Eye of the World. That would be an appropriate amount, I think. Yeah. Now, if they're trying to cover too much more than that, I, I, not I, good. Yeah, I, I agree. To to feel a little bit like loyal and say it's too hasty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, Eye of the World has a has a decent climax at the end of it. I mean, it's it's right. a story in and of itself. There's plenty of material there. I don't know why you'd need to right. go trying to add stuff to it. Rafe posted a photo of what he said was the season two writer's room ah. and which is exciting of course and he really it was kind of a funny post because he posted this photo and there's one tiny little whiteboard on it and he said the folks who put together our writer's room underestimated the amount of whiteboards we would need or something like that <laughs> well that's fair i mean knowing what we know yeah. and but then everybody was like season two what and he didn't ever really respond like and say oh yeah season two confirmed or anything like that right right and so you know a lot of people are taking this as oh season two is definitely happening and i'm not saying it's it's not but I think it's they're just writing it right now. And yeah, yeah, yeah. it means that it has likely been greenlit for production. Yeah, that it's encouraging to see that they're kind of thinking about what's next so that it, there's a pretty clear roadmap in their minds of where they're headed. Heck Along yeah. with this was a kind of a I don't really know where this came from. I only saw it one place, but there was a discussion of the possibility of uh, Amazon having gone ahead and said that they want six seasons of this, or at least six seasons. Could certainly see that being true. Yeah. Yeah, that's entirely likely. And then Amazon greenlighting six seasons, however, is not the same thing as six seasons happening. So, oh yeah, yeah. Well, it's like if if you're going to embark on an endeavor such as making the Wheel of Time into a TV series, you want to make sure that you have at least the major actors on board, right. signed contracts, etc. Yeah, a reasonable number of seasons at least, so that you know you don't have the guy playing Land just be like, ah, I think I'm done. Like, yeah, you know. <laughs> Right. Peace him out. The uh, white crane flies for an Oscar. I got to go play this other character. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. It does make sense to kind of go ahead and as much as possible kind of project, hey, we want to at least do this amount. I mean, just look at Jeff Bezos. Like, you know that he's, I mean, I think it's generally accepted that he's a huge fan of fantasy and, you know, being the richest man of the world, he can probably just be like, yes, we, I would like to make six seasons. Just go ahead and do it. Like, yeah, (laughs) you know, that makes sense to me. Yeah. Hopefully that's the, that's kind of the way it's going down. I just see it as them saying, hey, we, we want to make six seasons of this thing. And yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe they're, They've gone ahead and drawn up some contracts, which, you know, makes it uh, way more likely that they're going to 
try to go through with it. But I think having a roadmap for these six seasons is different than it definitely happening. I'm just saying oh, that, of course, yeah, because yeah, I always want to be cautiously optimistic about these things. Something that came out before our last show that I, I just didn't mention was there's this filming location, Pluskovich, which is a, a village in the Czech Republic that has this 18th century chateau. This location, they have definitely filmed there. Huh. And so it seems... You definitely see that being Cambrian. Yeah. yeah that seems like... It's in the Czech, yeah. It's probably, you know, driving distance from wherever they filmed Emmons Field. Right. <laughs> I think our takeaway here is that the Wheel of Time is actually in the Czech Republic. It's actually exactly. set in the Czech Republic. <laughs> and precisely, yeah. I, I really like the look of it. Photos of the interiors, the, the few I've been able to find look pretty cool. Yeah, they got like the high arch ceilings and like... Exactly, yeah. Up. Yeah. You know, it's not really a medieval castle exactly it is more of a chateau and so it's a little different in that way and i actually kind of like that yeah i don't mind that i don't i don't picture camelin as being this stronghold castle like yeah it just doesn't done at all the way i pictured it in my head so yeah this is perfect that's exciting i saw several people posting once again that Stuart graham right right he's something in it but we don't know what lolita chakrabarti who was also in the table read video is in it, but we don't know what my money right now, because they were also sitting relatively close at the table read is that they are the Alviers. Huh? Yeah. I could see that. Marin and, and Bran Alvier, they would both do well for that. And I could see them being Egwene's parents. I love they're like this post on Reddit from back in October. People were like, oh, it's definitely Tom or Tam. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, we, you know, we were kind of a miss. <laughs> yeah. We were kind of saying the same thing back in October, like not totally sure. But right, I right. mean, if we're talking about characters that will definitely be in the first episode that will have larger roles later. So they would be you yeah. know, somewhat important to get go ahead and get right now and again lending credence to that whole six seasons thing like a lot of these characters we've already talked about you know tam the alviers the coffins they don't show up a whole lot in the first few books but as the series goes on they you know pop up for kind of a significant amount of time later on and kind of come in and out. So being able to say, Hey, we need you for this season, you know, a few years from now. So go ahead and block out this time does kind of make sense. Right. There was another leak. This was not a big deal. Every now and then there's something that comes out that I feel like people make kind of a bigger deal over than is is, (laughs) just trying to find something. (laughs) Right. Yeah. There was an audition script for Rand that got leaked, which actually, and I don't think we ever mentioned this on the podcast, around the time that the initial Emmons Fielders got announced, somebody found an audition video that somebody had posted who obviously didn't get the part for Rand. And so it had... I think this scene in it scene is not at all interesting. It's just some dialogue between him and Egwene. Um, They mentioned Nynaeve. Um, But it's all using pseudonyms that start with the same letter because they were trying to not, you know, if it got leaked, that it wouldn't be obvious. Oh, yeah. There's no new information there. It was just kind of vaguely interesting. The sound department was added to the IMDb page. So we know that this isn't going to be silent, which is nice. (laughs) Touche. I thought that was, you know, just very important. 
that's all of the little bits and pieces that I am aware of. We're going to talk about The Witcher for a few seconds here, which we know is kind of off topic, but it's related to the overall streaming landscape of fantasy and everything. And it's also kind of interesting just as a topic. Unless Netflix specifically has some funny kind of non-compete, like you won't go wear elf ears in another show. <laughs> you could see this as being a really uh, a great resume for someone who um, wants to go be in Wheel of Time, for example. Right. Like, look, I've already been in a fantasy TV show, as long as I didn't mind being typecast perhaps yeah yeah <laughs> so you know maybe we could and i've even seen a few posters like oh this person from the witcher would make a great elida like okay maybe but <laughs> that doesn't yeah. mean she'll but she will be um but yeah that's that's a, a definitely could could happen i mean i'm sure we'll see someone from another yeah. plenty of other fantasy based shows that could show up in in uh in the wheel of time show you know it's it's funny because it's intended for mature audience it's not surprising that it is given like the the video game for crying out loud right. <laughs> is yeah. intended for a mature audience as as are i'm sure the the book source material i'm not right super familiar with that and even knowing that going in it's like you sort of know what to expect but yeah it's still for me it was not what i'm looking for yeah for Game of Thrones fans, it it might be... Scratch the itch, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. For Lord of the Rings fans, however, it's, it's yeah, it's not that sense of high fantasy. You you have modern colloquial foul language, which... Yeah, that, that threw me off a little bit. And again, I don't know if that's typical of... I haven't played the video game and I haven't read the books. I don't right. know if that's typical of those as well. Yeah. I certainly hope that the Wheel of Time TV series does not take that approach because there's such rich profanity written right yes. into the books like mother's milk in a cup <laughs> blood and bloody ashes my aged grandmother yeah, i mean i have no problem with henry cavill i thought he is great mm -hmm. and i really enjoyed his performance i didn't really i didn't finish the show honestly it gave me anxiety at one point i was like i don't have a lot of free time i'm just <laughs> like <laughs> you know just not i didn't i didn't watch much of it i i, I got through there, four and a half episodes and it's like and i'm done i i kind of have a policy against watching stuff with too much of that kind of graphic content yeah and so i i didn't really watch that those bits but it's it's been a fairly successful show and so the the good thing about that for wheel of time is that it continues to sort of validates the investment so to speak right yeah exactly and i get the impression that they did spend a significant amount on the witcher yeah. but at the same time i i wouldn't be surprised if they are investing more in wheel of time yeah i mean because you you think about the scale of the witcher show and i know and i know that the books and the the video game in particular are a much greater greater scale in terms of complex storylines and, and, yeah. and that sort of thing. The show itself is fairly limited in that way. You know, you have these three characters, really three different time periods, which is sort of right. strange. I thought it was a strange choice. And so it's a lot more of a limited scope. Yeah. Felt like. Fans of the Witcher books can correct me if I'm wrong, but as I understand it, the story for this season was taken from kind of a series of short stories that were almost prequel kind of thing. Oh, interesting. I don't think I knew that. Which is, I think, part of the reason why the timeline is so wonky is because it's taken from 
the three different this is all what happened before kind of the main course of the plot kicks in right right that's the impression i got anyway anyway haven't read the books so i i can't speak too much to that but i was thinking you know, it sets a bit of a bar for what we can expect for a streaming service in fantasy yeah i'm glad that that bar was not set by say bright <laughs> yes yeah <laughs> exactly as far as you know the witcher itself goes i i guess my thing was there were various times when I would enjoy it. And I think it's just because I like watching high fantasy or you right. know, gritty fantasy, whatever it is yeah. on TV, but I don't like it <laughs> and I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's, that's, that's all I can say about it. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Henry Cavill is great. I can see how if I was a big fan of like if I'd played, if I'd invested a hundred hours in the video game, I would love it. And I have friends like that and they do. Uh, and that's fair. It's just not, I, I have not had that experience. Um, and, and I really don't have that much of a problem with the graphic stuff usually, although there was one or two specific things in the show um like a baby dies i'm sorry i just i have little kids that's just one of those things i just i don't enjoy watching that sorry you know like (laughs) i get that it happens happened in in game of thrones as well it's just not my thing i wouldn't exactly say i'm i was a fan of of it the first episode is a bad first episode yeah i agree with that kind of disjointed and yeah even my friends who like it agree that it was not a good first impression of the show the people i hear that are kind of more actively railing against the show i think they probably just watched the first episode and i think very justifiably felt like you know that wasn't that good because really it wasn't It leaves you with a lot of questions, a lot of, and of course, this is Netflix's approach of releasing everything at once. So I guess their thought is, we'll just go ahead and watch the next one. Yeah. Yeah. They don't think of the first (laughs) episode as a pilot. I don't really. Right. But, you know, but there are plenty of people like those folks online are just like, well, I don't like this at all. I'm going to stop. Right. (laughs) I'm not going to invest another seven hours of my life or whatever. Exactly. I thought that like the costumes were subpar in some cases although i thought henry cavill's costume uh was pretty good in fact the fact the fact that so he is apparently a huge fan of the of the comics or sorry of the video game and uh and like campaign to get this job of like hardcore campaign (laughs) and he even said that he would like dye his hair and then they told him or bleach his hair and then they told him that it would all fall out and so you know (laughs) he he didn't he didn't do that but uh but apparently he really wanted this job which is funny there i've seen this thing passed around lately where it's talking about how Henry Cavill is actually just a huge nerd, that he loves video games, that he's actually a big fan of actually the Wheel of Time series. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Now I'm like thinking, who should we cast? Yeah, exactly. Possibly a Forsaken. Yeah, he would be (laughs) great. He would be great as a random Forsaken. You know, just as a kind of an interesting side note in The Witcher, Taseya, I don't know if I'm saying her name right, the Yennefer's kind of mentor. Oh, yeah. Played by Mayanna Buring or Buring. She mm-hmm. was my pick for more gays. Oh, nice. Just as an <laughs> interesting little Love side it. note. Yeah. That's pretty good. I think someone online, that's who I was thinking, someone online said that she would make a good Elida. And I mean, she does kind of have the... Yeah, either you know, one, the, really. The expression. That's pretty cool, though. I could see her as Morgays, absolutely. Yeah. There's, there's plenty to be, plenty of plenty of examples like that. That's, that's good. Just entitle this episode, The Wheel of Time, Show Spoilers, and also The Witcher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a few minutes on The Witcher. Yeah, it had to be done. 
As always, we want to invite you to visit our website, to follow us on social media. Our website is tsmpodcast.com and all of our social media is podcast TSM. Just go and find us, talk to us. On our site, you can fill out the form to contact us or take the survey if you want to anonymously tell us how bad we suck at this. Hey, if you do have feedback for us, by the way, we get some every now and then. Make it specific. We want to know if you feel like there's... (laughs) I was about to say, I know we, we got one specific piece of feedback that we weren't organized it's like fair enough i i get that but please tell us how you would like us to be more organized yes um i I, yeah if there's uh, because i don't know how to be more organized than just going chapter by chapter and yeah we leave things out and you know we'll we'll go back but and we yeah i'm just gonna forget where your head's at man yeah yeah exactly yeah i think Uh i don't know if it's that we we occasionally get things factually wrong or whatever which we're doing our best tell us that that's what i want to know tell us about the things we get wrong so we can correct ourselves later when we come Mm -hmm. back definitely uh, we'd be glad to um if you say nice things you know we'll be glad to give you a shout out and, and if you have feedback for us we we actually are glad to hear that too it helps us get better at this and we're enjoying doing it at work we have a picture of abraham lincoln uh, posted and says abe always bring an example <laughs> there you go. now i'm just picturing abraham lincoln in the wheel of time show anyway, <laughs> i don't know how that would work not not important okay well next week we'll be continuing on with the uh, last bit of the shadow rising make sure to join us then until next time sam ty sharman etherin